1: The slumping Golden Knights blow a two-goal lead in Pittsburgh. We preview Saturday's game in Detroit versus the OG6 Red Wings. And what the Friday? That's all ahead right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. You can find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel and on the podcast. We're brought to you today by betonline.net. Betonline.net, your number one source for sports betting information, stats, and analysis. So, following this 47 shot barrage last night, I do mean barrage on the VGK net, and a four to three come from behind Penguins victory. Uh, Brock McGinn last night, Chris, says after the game that the Penguins wanted to create chaos in front of the VGK net. Mission accomplished. We can start there. A uh, lack of defense for the Vegas Golden Knights. All those shots on Logan Thompson. Um, another bad second period for the Vegas Golden Knights. Ice was tilted immensely, immensely in the second period uh, last night in Pittsburgh. And uh, VGK blows a two-game lead, a two-goal lead in that game. And uh, they come back, second power play uh, for for Pittsburgh. Um, Evgeny uh, Malkin on the four-on-three. Uh, he scores the goal, ties the game. Um, Kasperi uh, Kapanen with the game winner. 27 seconds, Chris, into this game last night, a penalty on William Carrier. His first of three penalties. He was boxed three times, three times. In this game, your guy. Go ahead, pick it up from there.
0: <laughs> you got to <a> have. <clears throat> Let's see. What would the will carry a hat trick be? I think <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think about this here. We're already going to go off the rails in the first segment one. A will carry a hat times. trick would be starting from the blue line and getting an amazing goal. He got to start there. One time where he goes full speed in the corner and misses a check, full speed.
1: Like that one.
0: And then three penalties. And then that smile after he's done, like hitting people. He's kind of like, <laughs> That's a will carry a hat trick right there. All right. Good morning. All right. So I, I didn't watch the game terribly closely. I got to concede that we were down actually on water street uh, by, by lifeguard for the trees, uh, the tree lighting, which was, um, I don't know, maybe that'll make what the Friday night I'm thinking about it, but going back to the game, I was kind of just watching along with the scoring and the updates. And I saw two nothing VGK in the first, I did see a lot of shots on goal though for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, you you kind of keep an eye on that. We've we've talked about the importance of shots on goal, whether they're quality shots, not quality shots, or in this case, decent shots with chaos in front of the Nets. More shots, more chaos equals more opportunity, of course. And then the the second period, again, just unfortunate. Um, It's been a reoccurring theme where VGK is having a rough second period. I thought I saw someone, I forgot who, but I thought someone... Mentioned our second period goal differential is like a minus eight or something like that. We're solid in the first and the third, but the second period has not been good. And another, uh, you know, two goals in the wrong direction last night's. And the third period, you know, the game starts fresh, right? And the VGK gets out to the 3-2 lead. You feel like, OK, whatever happened in the locker room, they come out, they get the early power play goal. Shay Theodore gets his first goal in a while, which certainly is a, a slight monkey off his back. First and then, power play, uh, first power play goal, too. Oh, okay, that, that that's certainly a confidence booster. And then Sidney Crosby, who else cr- uh, creates a turnover on Nick Hague, and boom! And and Nick Hague, I didn't watch the game terribly closely last night, but I feel like Nick Hague lost his or he got a weird penalty. They got scored on and then lost a stick. Not not a great hate game for Nick Hague right now, unfortunately. And you know, I mean, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna get too far into my overall opinion about the game. That might come in what the Friday, but you know, it's it's unfortunate and uncharacteristic of what we are used to even when the VGK was you know beaten and battered last season as far as injuries and stuff go when they had a third period lead they didn't have too many of them but when they did have a third period lead it didn't feel you were really weren't on edge but you know right now we're, we're on edge we're a little uncomfortable with things and take it with a grain of salt our best defenseman Petrangelo has been out the last couple of games and it shows on on both sides right on the, the offensive ability to rush the puck the power play and then obviously on the defensive side. So, and there was an emotional connection last game for Latang. You know, they wanted to do well for Latang, who unfortunately is going to be out for a, his second stroke in about an eight year window or something like that. And we wish him nothing but the best, but things like that do create an emotional vibe, if you will. And the team wants to win for one of their, their longtime leaders. And, you know, the deck, uh, bad Vegas pun coming, but the deck was stacked against VGK and, they almost, they almost got it, right? They almost at least snuck a point out of that game. They almost got the victory. And unfortunately, um, Pittsburgh had other plans. And, you know, give credit to Pittsburgh. Everyone's jumping all over the Vegas Golden Knights. Give credit for Pittsburgh for playing a good, tough, emotional game where they had a plan and executed better than the BGK. Okay. See, that's 4-3.
1: Here the 1-3-1. One, 4-3-4-3. One, four, four, three, four, three. <laughs> Paul that Cotter? Logan Thompson last night with the final score in favor of Pittsburgh. 4-3. Uh, that wasn't Cotter's number. Uh, Logan Thompson. LT just battered a net last night. He was just shredded. I mean, so he takes a shot to the shoulder in the first period. It goes down. Um, he was shaken up. He fell awkwardly another time. Uh, lost his stick in net twice. Okay, two times. He just loses his stick and comes up with saves, which is just, again, remarkable. He was interfered with And he also had an interference, the costly, costly interference uh, call on himself last night. And um, he took that shot from the stick. It was the stick of Martinez last night that guillotined him under the mask, underneath the mask. It was a rough go of things for for Logan Thompson last night. You could talk about him in net. And then also it was so, is this the term? Pete DeBoer-esque with all those shots for VGK. Their shots are all from the perimeter. They they weren't doing much from the outside. The Theodore goal, great traffic in front of the net. thought for a moment that Stone had deflected it. Uh, but yeah, I think it the- hit the
0: defenseman, and that's why he dropped on the way in.
1: Yeah, and most of the shots, though, uh, were coming from the outside. Once again, they funnel them to the outside, and this team cannot function when teams do that to them, push them towards the outside. Let's, okay, let's go ahead. LC, no, no, you're good, Tony. You're good. Let's, let, let's
0: go. Yeah, well, let's get an early what the Friday out there for for the fans here, obviously, because we don't have Ryan Reeves. That's why Logan Thompson got beat, beat up last night. Right. That's why we were we were outworked. We need Ryan Reeves. We need it. We need an enforcer. You know, oh, my goodness, bridge jumping. Let's just stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop um, it sure you would like someone to clear out that traffic and you know Ben Hutton certainly is not that type of person by any means uh Alex Petrangelo can handle his own in front of the nets credit again credit pittsburgh for just doing what they needed to do and the fact that they are now game planning for ways to beat a goalie like Logan Thompson who's the projected Calder you know trophy winner at least through you know through uh through december so far he was the nhl rookie of the month in november if i'm not mistaken so lt is making waves out there in the nhl and good job for him and unfortunately now teams are now planning for logan thompson there's some video out on him <clears throat> this is the first time we've really seen it wasn't an all-out attack but an attack on his area and it wasn't
1: an all out attack
0: <laughs> and exactly. even his own teammates were attacking it yeah, right him. so You know, what is that going to mean now? I mean, I'm sure he's going to get a day off on Saturday. We knew that was coming, and obviously now it'll be better that he's going to be off on Saturday as he's got, you know, that extra day to heal. And you know know Cassidy wants uh, his 1A out there against uh, Boston, of course, on Monday night. So I wonder now if this is uh, maybe the cheat code. Someone cracked the code on a way to uh, beat VGK and get to the net a little bit quicker and, you know, get more goals on Logan Thompson. Career high in saves, let's talk about the plus here. Career high in saves was under siege, under attack, under everything all night long. And he rose to the occasion, right? I don't think any of the goals were bad by any means from, from what I watched. And, you know, it's it's a good character building game for someone like Logan Thompson. And uh, another opportunity for VGK to look in the mirror and, you know, someone to uh, step up and try and figure out why these third period leads are being coughed up. Why the second period is not going According to plan and
1: uh, I'm trying to, I, I want to put a positive spin on this right now, but I got to save it for what the Friday, I got to save it for what the Friday. Okay. And uh, that was the first time that Pittsburgh had faced Logan Thompson. Uh, okay. Was last that's, always, that's always interesting. Yeah. It was again, an, an interesting dynamic there and uh, Pittsburgh was a team uh, that had been successful 19 consecutive times coming into the game on the PK and they moved up from 29th. Remember you were talking about how quickly teams could move up, like BGK, if they had another couple of power play goals last season, could have moved up, uh, you know, as far as the rankings go. Okay. So Pittsburgh went, I think they said, from 29th to 8th, and because they were, uh, they had that success 0 for 19. And then um, we saw Riley Smith once again. Uh, Riley Smith, uh, with the fourth power play goal of this season for himself, Four, and is it three shorthanded goals this season? He's been a special teams dynamo. Riley Smith, his value to this team, and Riley.
0: So if we're going to use a Moneyball reference, right, you know, how they they look at defects of players and why they're trying to sign certain players. Riley Smith's defect is he's quiet and unnoticeable at times. But when I say unnoticeable, I don't mean I, I hate to do this, but it's this the only way I can do it. He's not Phil Kessel on the ice unnoticeable. I'm not taking a shot. I'm just simply making a comparison right now. Riley Smith is a very quiet individual. He isn't, you don't see him a lot in the media after the games. And when he is out there, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get much out of him as far as that sound bites. He's just, he's a professional. He is a professional's professional that just kind of keeps quiet. He shows up to work. He does his business. He does a good job. If it wasn't for that celebrity softball game, you wouldn't know this dude could crack a smile. And I mean that at the softball game, he was probably a little bit of a liquid encouragement. But, um, you know, he was certainly very out there, very vocal, just having a very good laid back time. And if it wasn't for for that softball game, I don't think any of us would know that side of him exists. So, you know, credit to Riley Smith for what he's doing. Credit Riley Smith for wanting To remain a Vegas Golden Knight, I think he could have made a little bit more money elsewhere. I think there would have been people lining up to pay him closer to six million dollars for you know maybe the type of term that he wanted. I think he might have sacrificed a little bit of money to stay in Vegas. He's trying to build a a personal brand, if you will, as far as the softball game and helping out local charities and things like that. So Riley Smith is someone we we felt would step up, and he's stepping up beyond what we thought he would do. So. You know, credits to Riley, and uh, maybe,
1: maybe you can carry your boy, uh, Carlson, along for the ride now. Oh, boy. What about Eichel and Stone in the penalty box together at the same time? That's So, not good. Eichel went in, yeah, it's <laughs> that's not most good. of your team, right? <laughs> and uh, A third, lot of money in the box. And a lot of money in the box, for sure. But uh, why does, uh, so one of the fans had asked about uh, Eichel, um, it was the goalie interference call on Logan Thompson why did Eichel serve that penalty
0: you know that's a fair question um so the rules go when and I'm sure it's the same at the NHL level I would hope at least so if there is a penalty either like let's say it's a too many players on the ice situation or a goalie
1: penalty we call that we call that the LA Kings rule too many men on the ice why no it's just the too many men on the ice it's the LA Kings Go ahead. I thought there was a joke coming there. So that's really what it's that called. That is the punchline. That's it. God, the LA so. Kings have too many men on the ice.
0: Your turn. I don't, I don't get it. Okay. Anyway, right. <laughs> yeah. it's my, it, it's Friday. Is that folks. your it's what Friday. the Friday? That's my what the, yeah, that's my what the Friday, not understanding what the heck you're talking about. No. Um. So the rule goes, if the goalie gets a penalty, or if it's a situation where there's like an unsportsmanlike penalty, the coach is chirping or whatever it is. One of the players on the ice at the time the penalty occurred has to serve the penalty. Why in the world were they the put yes. Eichel
1: in there? Why would they? And that's put what I was going
0: there? to get at right now. I wonder who the other four players were because eichel Any been of getting the other four time. would go. I would send any of the other four before I would send Eichel. So the question I would ask you: said him and Stone are both in the box, correct? Yeah. yeah Stone was in. Was from Stone in penalty? the box? The Whose other penalty, penalty came first? Stone. Stone's penalty came first. Yeah. Stone. Stone so there was, was going to be in. a natural power play afterwards. There's probably a coincidental we weren't five on three. Is probably a coincidental it situation. Was four, it was
1: four on three. It was a four four on three.
0: three. Okay, so we only had four players on the ice, and in, in my in and we were already on the we weren't on the kill at that point.
1: Three. Okay, they were on the kill because Logan Thompson. We were already on the kill. Okay, yeah. So Logan Thompson, Logan I, I Thompson, I the with now. the goalie interference. Yep. So my LA answer Kings, to that LA then Kings is reference.
0: basically my answer to that is if you're going to have three players on the ice. They didn't want Eichel to be be the center doing that. They probably would have rather had Riley Smith, William Carlson, or Nick Wah in that circumstance. And Ooh. I agree with that, as far as you on did. the defensive side, oh, I, I agree with that absolutely. I think uh, I think Jack Eichel being the the lone center on, out there isn't as good as William Carlson. Yes, I said that as Riley Smith and Nick Wah. I think is my first person I would put out there, and then the back of that rotation would be Jack Eichel. Okay. I've got another
1: question. Got a of defenseman, obviously, at that point off the ice. Correct about that. Okay, so Tristan Jerry, uh, there's a power play. Uh, Pittsburgh's on the power play at the end Good. of the first period, and I get that you know goaltenders tend to they they hit their stick on the ice yes. when the power play is about to be over. Yep. However, We're ten seconds however, left. Yep. However, however, he was doing something like staccato. Where I thought he was sending in some sort of a signal or a play code? or something, Morse Yeah, could that be? I mean, the fans think I'm crazy. I tweeted it out last night. It does it sick. Did it you tweet it from
0: your? Own, did you like get the video of it too, or just your perspective?
1: It was just no. I would. yeah. I did not get a video. Was okay, just, I'm cur-
0: I'm curious because I mean, he was hitting the ice.
1: Was like I thought he was playing. You know, like when you play Wipeout as a kid or something with the the, the drumsticks. Okay. He was doing something there to signal in a play or something else, but we'll get to the bottom. I mean, it, I he
0: might—it might be just his way of getting attention. It might just be something different that they do. Maybe the arena is loud. What is with that stupid yeah. horn that you keep hearing throughout the game? Stop <laughs> that <laughs> thing! Is <laughs> so. <laughs> there you go. What? 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 The Friday? That's two. What the Fridays in
1: segment one? I'm chirpy I'm <laughs> this morning, folks. It was dead quiet in that arena in the first period, and then Look for that stupid. Did horn. you see? Did you see their TV crew? It was uh, the 2000s night, and people oh that's crazy that were going because the retro, a retro it was a retro night, it was yeah. a retro night, right? Yes, but they went back to they went way back to the decade of 2000. So, holy smokes, that is way back. Then. But they were all dressed up in costumes, it was hilarious, it was pretty good. I was watching their feed last night. 1997
0: cl- classifies your car as a classic rod, right now. let think about that for a second, 25 years
1: old. Wow. That is crazy. But I just <laughs> wanted to talk real fast. Petrangelo, the glue guy for this team. Is he proving that he's the guy that keeps this team together?
0: I think uh, we've learned a lot about not just Petrangelo, but Nick. Wah. Also things started to go a little bit South when Nick Wah was gone for a while. So Nick, Wah, someone you're going to put on every single line, every single situation. And then Petrangelo, he's having a friggin' remarkable year. And it's unfortunate. Again, life happens. No one's doubting. No one's doubting him by any means. But it's unfortunate that he had to miss these couple of games because you see how valuable, especially this season, he's having. You know, a career year. It was he thirty four, or something like that, right now. And we need Petrangelo on the ice again. I'm not. He doesn't. He comes back when he's ready. Family first, and whatever's going on. We wish him all the best. But when he does return, it's going to be a big boost for this team. And I, one thing I wonder is. If Ben Hutton is the, not Ben Hutton's never the answer, no disrespect, but would Miramanov be, you know, better and better suited than Hutton? I wonder if um, the longer Petro, and Petro's projected to come back Saturday from what I've been reading, but I wonder if this does last a little while if uh, Miramanov gets an opportunity to get out there instead of Hutton. I, I like Miramanov's game a little bit better than Hutton.
1: You shook me off when I said slumping Golden Knights at the start, okay? In the headlines, they've lost three or four, Chris. Come on, man. They are slumping.
0: Fine. Fair. They, okay. they they've lost three <laughs> of four games. Yeah. Let me let me let me just make sure. Okay. Let's see. It still says Pacific one VGK. Technically, Seattle can overtake us right now, and that's fair. You know, it, the, the that? lead is How not nearly. That? As that's
1: a news. That's a.
0: I love it. it? I, think it's, a I think it's Great for the league. I think it's absolutely wonderful. And. You're going to see all these. You're going to see 40 teams in the NHL right now because everyone wants expansion because the rules are rigged for the expansion teams. Apparently, rigged, absolutely. Right. I don't think VGK. Is, uh, VGK, yes, they're they're struggling, no doubt about that. Slumping. I'm not. They've I, lost I cannot... three of
1: four. They lost two again on home ice. They are slumping. Chris. It's fair. It's Basically. it's fair
0: that they're struggling, but I cannot say the top team in the West in points is slumping right now. I can't. I can't. Okay.
1: Coming up next, a uh, preview VGK. Uh, traveling to Detroit on Saturday to meet the Red Wings. We'll take a look ahead right here on Locked On Golden Knights. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, to soccer, to esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can also find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the fastest, the easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome back from Las Vegas, Tony Cardasco and Chris Collick. Yeah, they are slumping. Uh You could find us, of course, on our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. Please subscribe there, or subscribe on our podcast. Be sure to appreciate all of your great comments. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. The fifth and final game for the Red Wings of their homestand is uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night. They lost to Buffalo the last time out on Thursday in a shootout five to four, Uh, watched a lot of that game. um, And it was, uh, you know, a game that they should have. They came back, Detroit, uh, Buffalo blew a lead. They came back and then, after that uh, they wound up losing the game. I, I just remember I, I go back and I reflect on last year's game I don't know if you remember this but uh, it was again Peter deboer esque is that I'm just gonna it was like a, it, it was like a Sunday matinee game if I remember it was it was a matinee game yes it was a matinee game but I the thing that I recall most about that game was Laurent Brossois hadn't played in a while. And I think he had 10 days off and then they put him in net and things, things imploded on him. But I, I that's the one thing I recall. And after the game de going, yeah, I need to get our backup goaltender um, you know, into some more games and we didn't play it the right way and what have you. Uh, what do you make of this Detroit team? Very talented. They've got the youth movement. Uh, most cider, most cider uh, beat out. Zgris, um who else? Uh Bunting was it last year? It, as far in, as the the Calder you're talking about? Yeah, for the Calder. Yeah. Uh he's very talented. Larkin. Uh, they've got some uh, Lucas Raymond. My goodness, they've got some great, terrific young talent. Things are starting to pay off. Um, and we're going to see uh Val Huso in net uh nine, three, and three. This team's got they're 11 six, and five.
0: If um that. if Kelly McCrimmon is not the GM of the year, it, it's it's Steve Eiserman and the Eiser plan. I might have <laughs> borrowed the McCrimmon plan from the Eiser plan. I was waiting
1: for that. Thank you.
0: Either way, um so yeah, I'm looking at the at the Red Wing stats right now. Hornyeck, uh 20 points, and Vili Huso. I mean, like I had a a, a good friend of mine, oh, shout out to Jason Ashenfelter, who reached Billy. out to me about Vili Huso. He signed Vili Huso. Who the heck is this guy? It's I a, call him Vile. Vile Vili whatever. Billy. But it's yeah, I mean a two five a, a two five eight nine three. That that's awesome. He's having a great year, and things are coming together. A Dominic Kubelik, that was an acquisition from the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh Dylan Larkin is coming around doing his thing. They have the VGK killer in David Perron. David Perron, when he went back to the blues, absolutely destroyed the VGK every single time that they played each other where's where's Andrew Kopp how's he doing right now Andrew Kopp that was a big acquisition from your Rangers I believe at 13 points so I mean there's a lot of good things happening there looking at their standings overall they are in a playoff position right now which is something that the Red Wings have not been able to say in a long time and they're going to be back in that spot for a long time once they can finally get there uh plus two on their goal differential so if there's maybe a concern obviously that's uh the first thing that kind of stands out to me but again if you're in detroit right now you're excited for what's happening and this is a tough team to play against right now detroit is not that easy out that they used to be anymore in the atlantic the the entire atlantic is not an easy out like it used to be unless you're the canadians and even they almost uh, took us to the distance a big comeback go go figure vgk uh coughed up a comeback but um you know it's going to be an interesting game, and this is a trap game. We we talked about this offline right before we hit the record button, right? Uh, a bad loss against – It's a bad loss against Pittsburgh. It's a we, bad can, loss. we can say that it's the way that then, they
1: lost. It's the way they lost. It's and a bad loss. Up, no, i the the Absolutely awful loss.
0: Yeah, bad loss. And then slumping. Monday they're they slumping. barely Monday they barely get the job done against Columbus because they're slumping. And then a terrible weekend at home, two losses because they're slumping. I, I get it. I get it. And then this is the game you overlook right now. This is the trap game because you know, especially Cassidy, You, I don't care what ca- Cassidy, he's going to say a lot of things in the media. He's going to say all sorts of polite things about Boston. You know he wants this game. You know the Golden Knights want this game for Bruce Cassidy, Monday's matchup in Boston, that is. Just the way that the Vegas Golden Knights wanted that game against the Buffalo Sabres for Jack Eichel. They're going to want to send him home. They're going to want to send him home. But, um, they got to get past the, the tough to beat Detroit Red Wings, and you know, they, they take their nine and two record now on the road. Hopefully they can uh, get their 10 and two record, nine and two, whatever it is. They got, They got two losses on the road all season long. 10. so 10. Okay, good. So let's get past uh, Detroit this weekend. Let's get to uh, Boston with um, hopefully uh, less nerves because if they lose this game, you really need the bottom. You don't want to need the Boston game. You don't want to need it
1: on top of all the emotional things that are going to be happening. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi uh, is out for this game. So I'm watching the game the other night and he had come off of, I think, I believe it was a right hand injury, a broken hand. Right. And he had just gotten back into the flow. He played, I think like six games, seven games. And then Ben Sherratt with the blast, I think broke his left hand, his left hand. He left the ice on a slap shot, friendly fire. Like we saw, you know, Uh, with Eichel getting hurt the other night. And that's why he's going to be out of the lineup uh, in that game. But that's really unfortunate, uh, really bad luck. Uh, You know, uh, Sider from last season, 50 points, 50 points for a defenseman. Unbelievable. Um, You were talking about Kubelik, uh, 22 points this season, really balanced. Uh, David Perron, we should do something when we make our predictions moving forward, maybe starting Monday or so about, The VGK killer, like who who do we think can can beat VGK one for the
0: from the other team?
1: Yeah, maybe we should do that from an opponent's perspective. Yes, David Perron uh, now playing on the second line there in Detroit has uh, seven goals on the season. Larkin, 25 points. I mean, this team is really loaded when you look at them offensively. And that is frightening for a team that did not fare well defensively in Pittsburgh last night.
0: Can we do our locks of the night for the for the other team? Can we include them? <laughs> I think we, 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 we do have to do that this segment for Detroit, so let's keep that in mind. You want you want to do that right now really fast? Do you want to get our locks of the night for Saturday out? Go ahead. It's your turn to go first. Okay, today. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. Ah, the chalk got there yet. Yeah. Tony, you had a four-point day yesterday. You know that? I know. You had a okay. four-point day. You haven't even you, you my waited shoulders for me off. to say it. You waited for me to say it. All right. Um, You're the stat guy. All right. Alex Petrangelo is slated to come back on Saturday. Okay. So I'm gonna start with Petrangelo. Wow. And in the event he doesn't go, I'll go to Shea Theodore. So I'll take the other defenseman in, in the event he doesn't go. If you're okay with that, if you're okay with me locking yeah, yeah. up both. Yep. And then the I'm only taking one of them though. I'm only taking one of them. So if if Petro is back, I'm not taking Shea Theodore. Let's be clear about this. There's rules, friends. Okay. And then let's go with let's go with Riley Smith. We talked about Riley Smith. Let's go with Riley Smith. So Petrangelo slash Theater, Theodore plus Riley Smith.
1: I'm going to go with David Perron. I'm going to go with uh, Jake Lachizan. He was close around the net. He did everything last night, but put the puck into the net. I'm going to go with Lachizan, and I'm going to go with Marchessau. I don't think I had Marchessau last night. So the nice thing about
0: Marchessau, Tony, is he's on my autofill when I'm typing through. It comes in after I get to March decision. I have to get the first three letters, Google his name. I haven't put his name in, in enough yet. So yeah. I, that's uh that's unfortunate, but we'll, we'll make it work. All right. Okay. So fam, if you're uh, checking it out, I'll put the tweet out. Let us know who you think is going to get there for the VGK and the Red Wings game. And uh, you know, we got we gotta catch Tony now. I think the stats are 10 points for Tony. And then I have eight. And I think the fam is at six right now. I guess that's I'm cooking great. the books. So I'm always like looking. Okay. Someone says, William Carrier. Okay. We're going to take
1: that one. Okay, it's time to predict the score. We didn't predict the score or, or a team, the outcome yesterday. We forgot to do that.
0: Uh, we got we got Aiden Hill going, which unfortunately for Aiden has not his been. four
1: goals automatically.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm gonna go a uh, five four Red Wings in the shootouts. On yeah, five four Red Wings in the shootout because Cassidy is gonna not
1: let Logan Thompson fill out the shootout card. Wow. Okay, I was going five four also Detroit, and I just think it's a high scoring game. And I don't know, we'll see what happens with Aiden Hill after this game because that would be four L's in a row if he gives up more than three goals. That's not Don't mind good. the
0: L's, but it's the goals against that that you got to watch out, and then yeah. the save percentage.
1: Three wow, three three goals or more in his last three starts, and zero and three. So we will definitely keep an eye on that. Coming up next, it's the much anticipated. What the Friday WTF on the way right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Welcome back. Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Gullick in Las Vegas. Can't believe it's Friday already uh, heading into this weekend. I can't believe it's it's December. Yeah, that's kind of really (laughs) unreal, too. Big weekend here sports-wise in the city. I'm going to the Pac-12 championship game tonight. USC and Utah Legion Stadium Raiders game on Sunday. What are your weekend plans? I
0: know it's uh, tonight all we got silver. Time. Tonight we got Silver Knights. The family's <laughs> going. My my kids will be on the Zamboni in the first and second Come intermission, on. Chris and Allie, so that's going to be a on. good time. That's and then awesome. also, um, shout out for the Silver Knights tomorrow night, Saturday. That's their teddy bear toss. Uh, okay. The first goal of the game, and you hope they get one, but the first goal of the game, the teddy bears rain down on the ice. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, Tony. I can see you stewing. It's a lot okay, of fun, so, Tony. So we that did ice. one of these.
1: We did one of these teddy bear tosses at UNLV, and I was broadcasting the game, and unaware of that promotion, I got pelted with about three or four teddy bears in the back of my head. And you're lucky were, it's all it was, Tony. No, and they were aiming at me. I know for sure, but definitely post some uh, some good photos and videos. I'm not sure if
0: we're going tomorrow night, but if we go, I will. I'm, well, no, oh, uh, two, two in a row—that's tough.
1: We'll no see. Zamboni night. Oh Make God, three, yeah, of course Zamboni. Yeah, 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 no doubt. That's awesome. That's great for the kids and. They don't do those uh, Gen- Zamboni gender reveals, I guess, uh, down in the AHL. Not not me and my family. We're done with that nonsense. <laughs> Two, okay. Two's
0: plenty. Two's good. You can fire away. What the Friday? So, yeah, this is a good one, I think. This is for everyone that lives east of 215 and, like, Stephanie. Okay? So, when you're driving home from Vegas Golden Knights game, and if maybe it's like this in the Northwest, too, or going northeast, I don't know the answer to that. But what I do know is when I'm driving home, if I'm not doing the media stuff, like everyone else, I'm out of the stadium about 15 minutes after the game, usually about a half hour, we're down that area. And that's right about when you start getting the post-game sound bites. You get Cassidy's presser. You get the post-game with with Ryan Wallace. A lot of fun to listen to. Shout out to Ryan. He's a a great follow on Twitter as well. So when you're driving home, when I get to about 2.15 in Stephanie, 2.15 in Valley Verde, even Green Valley, the signal on the AM and or FM station starts washing away. Oh, it's okay. like it's snowing. Mm-hmm. So my what the Friday for the Vegas Golden Knights is how the heck can I not listen to an FM or AM radio station in my car driving? It's I don't have a brand new car, but it's from 2019 or something like that. So a Hyundai Sonata, nothing special, but the, the antenna works just fine. How come it sounds – how come – the sound equivalent is like Tony's camera fog. What the Friday VGK for the entire Valley, not being able to experience a Vegas golden Knights game on AM or FM
1: radio. Okay. So they do power down at night. Of course, with those uh, signals there in the city, one day, I'll teach you how the radio, um, how that power works, all that. Uh, So are are you, is this a joke or does it actually work during the day? Like, like if I turn the station on now, is it going to work? Yeah, if you turn it on now, but uh, they're forced to power down because other stations with that frequency are a little bit more powerful than they are at night. So they need to boost that up, move it to another station or what happened. Uh, a learning experience. Thank you, Tony. Hey, no problem. Uh, so <laughs> tips are accepted here. Uh, so how could VGK, Chris, have such a good practice right on the road on Wednesday? And I just had enough of Cassidy saying, Oh, we have too many games in a row. I like it. I like it. this team definitely gets, they take time. They have so much time off. Look at them around the holiday. They're always home during holidays. They are, they have more time off than any other team in the stinking NHL in the Honda Pacific and otherwise. Okay. And so, you know, he now says that their game is quote splintered a little bit. So, They are splintered. He can see it. WTF, this is a team that has lost three or four. Um, How do they turn things around? They need to stop the bleeding. They need to play better defensively. Uh, It's just they're losing to lower division teams. They should have lost to Columbus the other day. Uh, Okay, look out. The Kraken, they're on their way. I've had enough of this. Okay, seriously. I mean, they need to get their stuff together. And enough of the complaints about, we don't have enough time between games. No, you had stinking. You played the game on Monday, and you your next game's on Thursday. They came out, and they were not very good. They didn't fire away. Riley Smith at intermission, number one. Uh, Riley Smith is saying, yeah, we have a two-goal lead, but we didn't play well. And then that carries over into period number two. WTF, get it together, Vegas Golden Knights. The slumping. BGK.
0: So it's fair. And yes, everything you said is fair. And I'm going to kind of counter a little bit here. So after the game, my tweet was pretty simple coughed up a second period lead, coughed up third, whatever. And a BYU NLV fan jumps on right now. And th- this, I don't I, like his, he says, I hate this team. My response, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> BYU NLV fan, uh, it's the same dude. crap as last year. Okay. And then, so my response at what team was this team leading the West last year? And then regardless, it's the same vibe right now. And it's like, okay, yes, VGK is slumping. I'll give it to you, Tony. We're slumping a little bit. It's a tough time of the season right now after riding an incredible high. Here comes the Gallic chart right now. Oh no, The line was set right around here in that 500 range, right? And then VGK played really well. So we go up, we go up. So here's our expectation right now. Unfortunately, now they're playing about down here, call it what it is. They're, they're slumping, they're struggling. Fine. They're still the number one team in the West. They are still getting great things done. They got the benefit of the doubt for a long time. As far as I'm concerned this season. Now, if come the end of December and in the early January, all of a sudden we're somewhere around the second or third spot, you know, and even looking closer to the wildcard area, then yes, we have something to talk about, but what the Friday to everyone right now who is absolutely – I'm not saying who's calling the team slumping because it's a fair assessment right now. But I'm okay. talking about the people who are two levels after you, Tony, who are, you know, oh, it's uh, it's last year all over again. It's Pete DeBoer. This team
1: sucks. That's Just stop it. Has it. A, no, that stop it does that. have that feel right now. It does have that feel. There's concern. There's concern. There's a lot of concern. But
0: we are number one in the West. Number
1: one. Just at it's John, okay. It's okay. At John Scholle nine one one zero he said where the friday okay oh where the friday was the d <laughs> yeah is petro being that oh, yes. out that significant yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. yes um our good friend bethann jeffer thompson had a career high in saves but the team in front of him well not so much Ugh. Fair. i got an ug in there too Fair. you had another what the friday about uh the christmas tree lighting oh thank you tony yeah so they say everything starts at five o'clock down in
0: Henderson for the tree lighting. And you got a choir out there, like singing jingle bells two or three times. Like why are they got to sing it multiple times? You got the, one of the channels out there forgot who it was. It wasn't one of the sports guys that I see. Like they're trying to get the perfect shots and like they're having the choir start over and standing right in front. This guy, just like he's trying to get him. It was more about the news guy making sure he was visible to everyone around instead of like, I don't know. It was just a very strange vibe for this Christmas tree lighting. Although on the plus side, they announced a mini fireworks show. We were inside Mackenzie River enjoying some food and possibly an old-fashioned, a smoked old-fashioned. So good. And this mini, mini, mini air quotes, mini fireworks show was 15 minutes long. So what the Friday for a strange night and.
1: False advertising. It was a good firework show. Take us home. Okay, folks, it's time to depart. We thank you all for making us your first listen each and every day. You can find our podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts and definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Credasco from Las Vegas. Have a great weekend. Monday's Boston Bruin Day. We're going to get to that on Monday morning right here on Locked On Golden Knights.